Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. As always, my name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried, and joining me tonight from the living room, because we still haven't figured out how to do this with, <laughs> with any equipment or two people in the same place, is my wife, Mom and Buried, also known as Heather, which people were shocked to learn, and you were distressed to read that they learned and started calling you I don't Heather. really I mean, need you spreading that around, but... I know. always find it weird when you call me MJ in a post, and then somebody calls me, someone I've never met, or maybe you've never even interacted with at all, calls me MJ. Um, but what are you going to do? You know, I know, because most people don't even call you MJ. No. Um, Look, it's the price of fame. You know, we are public figures. We are just dominating the blogosphere, the, the gramosphere, the podcast sphere, right? Okay, why don't you dominate by getting some new equipment? Because I'm not doing this again until you do, okay? <laughs> Get your shit together, well, and then maybe I'll come back on. I'll put it on the honey-do list, the ever-increasing honey-do list, um, which I should probably be tackling... But you know what? I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover. <laughs> you should be tackling any of it. Okay. We'll cover that. We'll cover that offline. We'll take that offline. We'll table that for now, and we'll circle back. Anyway, this week on the Dad and Buried podcast episode, we're going to talk about who made who. The ACDC song from one of my wife's favorite movies, Maximum Overdrive. Right? Huge fan. <laughs> First of all, that's not a joke. You do love, you have childhood memories of that movie, and it's also. I don't uh, love the movie. I don't think it was a good movie. Well, no. What had happened was, is I grew up in the middle of the country. There was like one VHS store. Remember when those happened? Like, and it wasn't like Blockbuster. We didn't have a Blockbuster. No. It was like the size of a bathroom, and they that's where you would have to go rent your VHS tapes. And it took like literally half an hour, 45 minutes to get to town. So when my dad would go rent videos, he would just rent them indefinitely. You know what? <laughs> and he was a truck driver. So we had, I'm sure we owe a lot of fines on maximum overdrive. Also, he was a truck driver, which thematically links up with the film yeah. Maximum Overdrive. I said that. You clearly weren't listening, but yes, I, I did in fact mention my truck driving dad. I so, um, and it is my duty to not listen to my wife, and I was just holding up my end of the bargain. This is what I'm learning today. I do, I do want to say um, that I said, so we are talking about who made who in terms of what traits our kids get and who they get them from, and then how couples use their decisions or their, their beliefs on who got what from who to have arguments and to weaponize their children. As my other co-host, Pete, likes to say, he loves to weaponize things. He weaponizes his parenting um, and makes everything a competition and that kind of stuff. And that, that certainly happens to us. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit more about Maximum Overdrive, which was directed by Stephen King. Um, and it was co-directed what? by Cocaine. Yeah, co-directed by Cocaine, which you should, you should definitely keep that in mind when you watch the film, if you do um, ever again. I, I would not recommend I mean, it. I could have told you that the co-director yeah. was cocaine having seen well, the film I, and my, ordered it amount of times. I really like the part where the vending machine kills a man but anyway what happens at maximum overdrive is the machines come to life and they wreak havoc that's not what we're going to be talking about yeah this today. is more than i expected to talk about maximum overdrive in my I life should but. really i should start a movie podcast just to just to <laughs> babble about movies i should i think i'd be great at it because i'm great at everything 
just like our kids. And they get their greatness from me, which is what we're going to get into uh, in this episode. But what's funny is, so we went away a couple of weeks ago on um, winter break. Um, and the people at Chevrolet uh, loaned us a Chevrolet Tahoe, which was great. Oh, my because God. It was five times the size of our car and three times the size of our apartment. And it allowed us to avoid our kids. But one of our kids fancies himself like a tech expert, right? Oh, God, yeah. But first of all, no. Some real shout out to that Chevy Tahoe. I would still be living there if it was an opportunity that was available to me. I would live in their car over my house. It was great on the road. It was great where we went. um, But it's a little bit tougher to park it in the city in uh, Brooklyn without driveways and stuff. Um, But I loved the gadgets and the bells and whistles. And so did the kids because they had uh, seatback TVs. And um, my my 10-year-old was able to figure out how to hook those up. And he thinks that he gets his tech stuff from my brother, which makes no sense unless there's something you would like to tell me about your relationship with my brother, which this is getting really weird, even weirder than the conversation. But there is some funny stuff in here where a couple of, uh, there's at least one instance where somebody talks about the traits that their kids get not coming from... um, from either of, of them, and they talk about kind of somebody else in the family that they got the traits from. Um, it's not as gross as, as I made it sound um, and continue to make it sound by talking about this. But the Chevy Tahoe was great. Um, thank you to, to Chevy for letting us borrow that. They are not sponsoring us, um, unfortunately. But hey, you know what? I'd let them, right? I'd let Chevy We're sponsor this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he figured, my son figured out how to use. Um, the seatback TV thing and hook up his Nintendo switch to it and stuff, which is something you could not figure out. Um, driving shotgun. That was one of your responsibilities. Um, you, failed. Um, you also could not figure it out. I was driving. What was I supposed to do? Uh-huh. I couldn't look at the, well, you machines. were also told to do it in advance and you, you know were what? given ample time while I, I was am, packing and doing am, everything <laughs> else to handle the problem. So, you know, so my kids also get their amazing um, packing abilities from me, mm-hmm. by which I mean they say, honey, skills. pack my stuff and you do it. You know that, you know what, delegating is a great skill that I think our children have both uh, inherited from me. I'm a great delegator. Uh, yeah. Well, their executive functioning, which is non-existent, <laughs> is you. That's all you. So well, this is okay. what we're going to get into today. We are going to get into who made who, where our kids got their traits, and uh, and where some of your kids got got their traits, um, whether from you or your partner, um, and that I mean you, our listeners, or your partner, um, and even some some wild cards that were thrown into the mix. And we will get into that um, and a lot of, of bickering, I think, because Mama Buried is on edge tonight, guys. You know what? She doesn't like the the tech setup we have. We didn't have our ten <laughs> year old help us, which you yeah, know might seriously. have made a difference. We should have brought him up here to help us, but instead he's locked in the basement so he does not interrupt this, um, which probably will not prevent him or his brother from eventually interrupting this. Also, Mom and Barry's phone may fall at some point during this. I just want everyone to be aware that is not a maximum overdrive situation in which her phone is trying to attack her. It is just, again, another example of my poor organizational and preparation skills um, where things are not set up correctly. I will try to be better, honey. And on top of this, I'm doing this with tea. This is this is some bullshit right here. This is well, you know what? Funny. I'm not doing dry um, March because we now are in March, but I am trying to do dry Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 
and I've been crushing it. Right? Are you proud of me? No. Oh, You're fine. My, my kids not being proud of me is is a trait that they get from their mom. Right? Oh, inherited you, you have not, your they moments. inherited your lack of, of pride in your husband um, from you. So congratulations on that one. And uh, we're gonna we'll be right back after this. I have to wipe my tears away. All right, we're back with the special Maximum Overdrive Who Made Who episode. <laughs> we should get Stephen King to sponsor us. It's a great joke. I love it. You love it. I was a surprise for you. You don't even know the song Who Made Who, probably. It's the theme no, of the, the movie. No, not at all. It's in the movie, because it's about who made who. The no, machine. but yeah, there's... No, the song that everyone knows is like, she was a fast machine. Yeah, that's an ACDC song. That's sure shook me all night long. That has nothing to do with Maximum Overdrive. It's in the song. It's in that movie. Oh, look, again, I don't have an encyclopedic, encyclopedic you knowledge the, of this. You're going to deep take ACDC for Maximum Trash Overdrive? You First teach. of all, <laughs> <laughs> don't use my slang that people don't understand. And it's deep cut, not deep take. Okay? You like that? crushed i crushed you okay so we're that's what we're talking about this week who made who by which i mean where our kids get their traits and how we accuse each other and how a lot of married couples and parents accuse each other of giving their worse the the bad traits and getting all so look going through the 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 comments that i got the 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 prevailing theme of the comments is all the women are saying all the shitty traits come from their husbands and it's mostly women that listen, which may be, or that comment at least this week, that may be the reason, but it's very much what happened. Well, I think, you know, I would I would give credit to some, you know, positive traits from you. Oh, and also realize that, you know, there's definitely some shit that I do that, you know, they got, whether they want it or not, or whether or yes. not I want them to have it. Um, you know, that's just, it's just. This is life. I guess so, my parents' baggage carrying around still. So it's well, this what that's happened. what happens, right? We we all have we all carry that baggage. So before we get into it, I want to remind everybody that you can listen to the Dad and Barry podcast featuring myself, Dad and Buried, and either my lovely wife, Mom and Buried, or my friendly um, non Instagram, non social media using co-host Pete um, every week on hopefully every week. On I, uh, it's not iTunes anymore, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. We would love it if you would like and subscribe and tell your friends, leave comments. You can go to YouTube and watch us there. No one does that, but you can leave individual or comments under individual episodes there. I promise um, we will get some better equipment here so it will be. <laughs> yeah, not today. <laughs> today, I'm so fed up. I'm just like eating cookies on YouTube. This is what you I'm doing. You didn't offer me any cookies. Zero fucks. <laughs> please, please don't watch YouTube for this week. Um, but in the future, um, if Mom and Buried is on again, it will only be because I've gotten better equipment and she and, and we will hopefully look better on YouTube. I can't look together. better. I look uh, pretty great with my beanie. Amazing. Uh, you can also throw us some money on Patreon or Anchor if you want. And there's, we even have a merch shop, um, which still exists shop.spreadshirt.com slash dad and buried. 
Um, so anyway, so yeah, I mentioned we, we, we took that, the lone Chevy Tahoe, we drove that up to Lake Placid, site of the 1980 U.S. Olympics Miracle on Ice. Um, mm-hmm. and, then we showed, and then we showed my son um, Miracle with Kurt Russell. Um, he hates sports, which he got from you, I guess, because I like sports. But you sort of like sports. I like sportish. I don't know. He's just maybe he just got it from him. Well, where did he, <laughs> so where did he personal get personal interests? Well, that's true, right? So that's one of the things that like uh, a lot of these people leave their comments. They're like, oh, my son got this from me, or he got this from his husband. A lot of shit, you know. It's just it's just the secret sauce that is your kid. They have their own traits that don't necessarily come from somebody else or maybe they have one that like skipped a generation from like your great grandfather or something like that what do you think about that theory sure i mean apparently he has his tech traits which again the equipment first is all, not from you or me <laughs> bullshit first of all i i know what i'm doing it's not like he's he's building robots right he's doing it mostly basic you, tech stuff that be. i can do <laughs> Well, yeah, he may be, but it's more of an interest. I mean, that's also school and education and stuff like that. And the 21st century and the fact that he's growing up with all this stuff, right? Like, you know, hand him a VHS. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, but I will crush it. I will crush it. A VHS? Yeah. You know that um, one time on eBay, I bought a dual VHS thing so that I could rent movies and then dub them or something like that. I did not dub Maximum Overdrive. Do you know what? I do know this because when I started dating you and you lived in a bedroom the size of a bathroom, you still had it. It was well into the 2000s and you still had it. You know what? I knew what I'm doing. I was a curator and I was collecting excellent films. Anyway... So it's funny because somebody on here said that the fact that uh, their son doesn't throw anything out or saves everything was a trait that was inherited. Now, is being a hoarder or a pack rat a trait you get from one of your parents? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. There's a motorcycle outside. Yeah. So Um, I thought what was funny. So you alluded to the executive functioning thing, which is also something that goes along with ADHD. You like to claim that I have ADHD, which has not been diagnosed and has not been verified by anyone except you and one of your friends who like to say I have ADHD. And you know what? I wish I had ADHD because actually to be fair, over wine, me and several of my friends have diagnosed you. (laughs) How many of them, how many of them are doctors or uh, psychologists? Zero or neurologists? Zero. But case closed. They a lot of them have ADD or ADHD. So 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 what? So what? Just because I like if if someone has cancer, are they suddenly qualified to diagnose when someone else has cancer? I mean that's not at all the same thing. You know what? I just crushed it. I just I just I just hammered you into the ground. I won that one again. I don't care. Um. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think that you in any way, uh, to clarify, like, you know, what, that your things manifest exactly like our son who does, you know, have confirmed ADHD. But there are definitely definitely some things in there that make you scratch your head and be like, hmm, interesting. My desk, my desk is a mess. That's one thing that you think indicates that I have ADHD. Um, uh, my, no, the, uh, 
you're you manifest in anger with your like frustration and stuff and you can't deal with like too much going on at any time like no that's called stimuli, being a you parent. lose your mind and it's called being a dad that's what that's, that's not called true some people yeah, are I, like way more chill yeah well they're high you know i say this though i come from a good place in saying that like his anxiety diagnosed yeah comes straight from me 100%. my diagnosed anxiety disorder i i'll own that that's me that one's the me. only the only anxiety i have is my anxiety over dealing with your anxiety <laughs> you like that sure I'm going to get it after this one, folks. I'm what about gonna... anxiety over your kids? You seem to have a lot of anxiety with, like, you know, well, dealing with them sometimes. Who doesn't have anxiety over their kids and, and raising healthy, happy Fair children enough. who are going to turn out okay, right? Everybody does. That's a sign. You know what? It means I care. I care a lot, which is a, also a, that's a movie reference, that movie starring Rosamund Pike. You Does love when I do this. Does anyone ever get to the point of listening to your podcast? Or are they just so fucking full of like obscure movie references by That's the end not of obscure. it? That's obscure. That's Netflix. Everyone knows what okay, that, that movie is. Okay, that one is less so, but I've heard some other podcasts and uh, it happens. Plus, Can I you... live with you. It always happens. Well, you know what? I have an encyclopedic knowledge of, uh, of movies. I grew up watching HBO. What are you going to do? I'm sorry. You watched Maximum Overdrive a hundred times. You got well, apparently not now. enough Maximum Overdrive because you didn't even know that, you know, She Shook Me All Night Long was in the movie, so. Well, you're right. I'm sorry. The most popular <laughs> song of the 80s was in the movie Shocking. You didn't know that Stephen King and his friend Cocaine co-directed it. So, anyway. so Again, I, I knew people, Cocaine directed it, but let's move on. <laughs> yeah, right. I asked people um, where they think they got their or what traits their kids inherited from them and their husband. And um, and it's funny because the majority of the comments, as I mentioned, are um, women ascribing their kids positive traits to themselves and the negative ones to their uh, their husbands usually. Um, Lexosaurus Lex doesn't even say anything positive. She just says, my kids get being annoying from my spouse. You know what? Being annoying is just something that all spouses are, right? It's not a personality trait necessarily. It's just the, it's just the side effect of being married. Right. To if she has some specifics to drop here, then perhaps. Lexosaurus Lex, hit me up with some specifics as to why your kids um, are annoying and how that matches up to the way your husband is annoying. Like I'm sure mom and Barry can uh, can say some of those can make some comparisons about the ways my ten year old. Yeah, is like for instance, Lexosaurus Lex. <laughs> This is spitballing here. If it's really annoying that your kid never puts their clothes in the hamper or they don't wash oh. their dishes or they put their empty beer cans right next the to the recycling and never put them into the recycling First of all, or that they leave their socks everywhere. Hold on, I'm not done. I want to get per options. <laughs> I want to clarify that our children do not drink beer and do not leave <laughs> their empty beer cans. I'm saying. Recycling. Theoretically. Okay, well, but they also... children. They you don't also, know their life. They also get their inability to load the dishwasher, which has come up a lot here. The, the fact that they, they, they just put fully formed boxes into the recycling bin without folding them, just on top of the bin. There's like seven, it's like a Jenga tower. I can't, we can fit 300 things in there and you just stack them. It's just unbelievable. Lexosaurus Lex, you know what? Hit me with some specifics. We'll do, we'll do a whole episode on your husband and how I'm <laughs> How annoying he is. 
Um, Ronnie Hagee, who comments a lot, R-O-N-I underscore Hagee, H-A-G-Y, says, my kid is so stubborn, rebellious, and impatient, he only gets one of those from me. He's also kind, compassionate, and thinks Trump is a villain from a Marvel movie, all me, baby. Okay, first of all, perfect example of somebody saying all the bad stuff. Thinks Trump is a villain from a Marvel movie. I said that. What did I say? Cut out. Oh, okay. So what I'm saying is this is a perfect example of somebody saying all the bad stuff or most of the bad stuff comes from my husband or the other spouse and all the good stuff comes from me. But I do want to say thinking Trump is a Marvel villain um, does not is not a trait. It's just being aware of life and paying attention and having common sense and maybe picking up on some of your opinions. Um, But it's not necessarily a trait. Right. Unless you mean like. He has common sense, and that's a trait that he got from me. But a lot of these comments are along these lines where a woman says, here's the bad shit that my kids get from my husband or partner and the good shit they get from me. First of all, do we know Ronnie Hagee is, in fact, a woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comments a lot. Oh, okay. Loyal listener. Um, Thanks, Ronnie. Unless it's Roni, in which I apologize. Regardless. Okay. Sure. I mean, I'm sure lots of men will say the same thing. I mean, like, yeah, well, they don't, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they don't comment. Right. But this is an opportunity. Although one guy commented that um, his kid gets all the ADHD from him, you know, so he owned up to it. I'm willing to own up to some of this stuff. Five UK four says that her kid gets procrastination from dad and empathy from me. OK, you're the I mean, come on. And then she says he also has ADHD, which is definitely from me, but I still blame his dad, which is which is just some bullshit, right? And this is what happens. It's look, a lot of this is obviously lighthearted and jokey, both of these comments and in the way that you and I and a lot of couples, I think, give each other shit. Where like if you see the kid make a mistake or do something annoying or whatever, a lot of times as a joke, you'll be like, Oh, he gets that from you or whatever. It's not always a joke, half joking, dead serious as as I say sometimes, but it is a fun, it's kind of a fun thing to do if you have a good kind of playful relationship with your spouse to um, insult them for your shit, your, your kid's uh, shitty personality, right? Okay, for sure. Although I want to touch on something there because where she says, you know, he gets empathy from me, you kind of scoffed and you're like, well, I'll be please. Well, congratulations, Mrs. Empathy, right? Well, nah. I mean, yes, congratulations, Miss Empathy. That's amazing. More people should have that. That's true. I agree um, with that, yeah. But, you know, it depends how you're taking it. As, as you know, and we've talked about, because I don't think we only have to bash each other and no. all dads who are clearly inferior in every way in this episode. We could talk Obviously about the real stuff. Thank you. Um, And, you know, I'm a very sensitive person and I have a very big heart and I feel a lot. And I think it's to a fault sometimes care about things that like perhaps would be better served if I didn't care so much. And we know that Munch is perhaps even above that. Like he has a huge heart and he feels and he cries and he wears his heart on his sleeve and, you know, But that's the thing. I think part of that is what feeds anxiety, too. Right. Like you're just your feelers are out all the time. Your emotion, your emotional radar is so high, high tuned. Does that make sense that that you just everything hits you? And so I guess maybe anxiety and empathy sort of go hand in hand, whereas I am closed off 
Um, and I'm not saying I don't have empathy. I just don't care about it. <laughs> I can understand what we are going through and like have compassion. I just try not to focus on that stuff so that I don't get the anxiety that sort of comes with it. I choose to ignore it is what I do. And it's beautiful. Sure, it's I can fine. see how it can cause more anxiety. Although, you know, I want to step away from specifically empathy being the term that we're using here, but, you know, just feeling in general, being a big feeler. Um, I mean, I think it makes pretty good people. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, sure. for it. I, I, I think that, you know, being passionate and caring is like this blessing and a curse, right? It's well, yeah. hard, harder yeah, to be care. someone who cares so much about things. And I, I'm talking hurt. about him specifically because you see your kid who has all these huge feelings and especially when they're like 10 like him and they're not learning how to process them. It's really hard. And but yet it's one of my favorite things that I love about him. Right. It's just finding the balance and helping them, right. you know, find the Which, balance themselves so that they're not curled up in a ball like, um, you know, Professor X and he's he's a telepathic and it just overwhelms him when he hears the screams you know of all the people in pain right that's not even obscure that's x-men stuff that's fucking right down the middle mainstream shit i see you no idea what you're talking about i'm going back to my cookies so epi painter says that her kids are generous and thoughtful and they get that from her but they're overactive and sensitive and they get that from him again with the bashing of the husbands mama said no says saving everything for me so she's the hoarder i guess she saves i mean everything. you know that you asked people these questions right <laughs> I mean, it's not like everyone just started dming you out of nowhere guys it's not like just everyone of his followers just started dming and husband bashing please you know, don't that's what i do over on my instagram page that's what we do there <laughs> so mama said no says her kids save everything and they get that from her and they shut down when angry, which they get from the husband. So, again, these husbands, I think, are just emotionally stunted, um, I think, is what we're learning from this. Uh, Mama sure says they get the, her kids get the smarts from her and the stubbornness from the husband. Um, Nick Knack 282 says my kids are smart asses and, and or my kid is a smart ass and always thinks he's right, which he gets from daddy. But he's got a great sense of humor, cracking sense of humor. So maybe she's from Ireland or something that she gets from her. Again, these women are just. Wait, okay, stop bashing the women. Jeez. I got I to counteract it. There's a husband bashing left and right. Are you their husband? I mean, maybe their husbands are all, like, you know what? real situation. Maybe, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the fifth on that question. Um, No, I think that some of these, like, you know, definitely. But, like, for instance, I would not say that our kids get the smarts from me and stubbornness from you. Uh, first of all, I'm probably more stubborn, so I'll own that one. <laughs> yeah, well, that might be true. Um, but I would like to split the smarts, although I think you're very good. I think that, like, I'm deferring all math questions to you no, for no, the rest I of eternity. Like that. I don't want. I know that. you don't like it, but just no. If I'm better at it than yeah. you, it's it's by that much. And I don't like this whole thing where you like to pretend I'm better at it so you don't have to do it. I'm much worse at wiping his butt, but I still have, <laughs> I'm much worse at wiping the little one's butt, but I still have to do it. I don't like you're amazing you at wiping butt. At wiping a butt. Look, I mean, I've seen you wipe a butt. How low are you? You're on, incredible like, the, at it. 
evolution spectrum that you can't wipe a butt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get into that. So, look, it's funny. So there is some really petty stuff in here where, like, Big Perm 81 says they get their terrible sleep habits from their dad, but their perfect hair from her. Like, when we're getting into physical traits, um, physical traits, I think, are almost easier to identify. um, Yeah, for sure. Right? Because you can see them physically. I think it's interesting, for instance, um, like when Munch was born, he looked like this, like it's your first kid and you're, you know, checking everything out. And I remember even just the way his ear was shaped was like exactly like your, he looked exactly like you, only in infant form. Congratulations to him. Although, yes. Because as I was about to say, as he's gotten older, he does look much more like my side of the family now. Like it's still a blend, but he's kind of yeah. coming out with the He doesn't have the chin. And like, Thank God. Shots fired. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, so um I thought some of the petty ones were were the best ones, right? So Shan Boo Boo says my son has jokes that are horrible. Almost as bad as his father's. <laughs> Miss Mrs. Underscore Guffle G U F F E L says the girls are so gassy, which, which they get from him. Which I mean, maybe it's what you're feeding them. I don't know. Would you say the kids are gassy or anything like that? Can you point? I'm sorry, that? I'm looking at these notes that you gave me. Where the fuck are you? Like <laughs> you're just <laughs> Page all two. over the place. I'm telling so, you, could you run this a better ship here? A bunch of people said that their kids get their picky eating from their husband. Now, I think just all kids are picky eaters, right? I don't know how old these kids are, but your palate is just limited. Unless you're like one of those super parents who brags about their kid eating sushi at three years old. Odds are, from like the ages of like three to 12 or something like that, your kid's are pretty picky and they don't they're interested in only the handful of stuff they they want to eat and they're not really adventurous now would you say anything like that like i i'm well, a yeah, little to bit some degree picky, although but, i feel like um and perhaps part of this is the kids like munch is definitely a much more adventurous eater yeah than he's willing to give it a Ooh. shot and the hammer is like but he's as older. Low as you could be on adventure seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the same three things. And yes, he is five or just turned five. Um, but Munch was definitely open to more things at that point. Um, you think but so? There, yes, definitely. But I would say that there are some things like, and we've even talked about with the, like your family and stuff. Like, them having, like, a taste for olives and, like, loving that and stuff. I think yeah. some of that might come from the Italian side a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. some of the, I don't know, taste buds. I don't, it seems possible. Well, the fact that they love champagne comes from you and your side. You yeah. giving them champagne from a very early age to get yes. the palates. <laughs> Okay, first of all, everyone knows I'm not sharing champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Even with your kids. But I'm like, I like a lot of this, the fun of this is being like, oh, my kid has a good sense of humor just like me, or he's stubborn just like you. I don't think there's ever a scenario in which where I'd be like, 
he's not eating his broccoli. He gets that from you. Like, I don't think that there's, no. there's much, right? There's not a lot of mileage in that one. No, no. But there's actually a no chill preschooler. No chill no preschooler, chill. yeah. Very yeah, funny kids. Yeah. Who, their account's awesome on Instagram. And she has one something about like every time my kid walks into a door, like <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. me and my husband are just like, he got that from you, like pointing fingers. Like, yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, but right. That's the thing. When, please, less fun. When something funny happens, yeah, the picky eating one though is not so good. So Audrey Lovejoy, Lovejoy says they get their interest in the world from me. All their good traits come from me, of course. Like obviously she's joking, but she didn't even throw out anything. I should have asked, you know, name some good traits that you you know come from your spouse or whatever, right? So if someone had asked me that, I would have said kind of your empathy um, and your sensitivity. Your big heart, like our, at least our 10-year-old has that. Um, the five-year-old is a sociopath. So I'm oh, not yeah. entirely sure. So that's from um, you. That's from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to claim that one. I would say the 10-year-old's kind of penchant for theatricality, for a, a lack of a better term. Um, he loves to go big with that kind of stuff, which I think, again, it's another double-edged sword, right? Where he can be a bit of a drama queen, which I would say, excuse me. We've had some incidents, I Who? think, where you have overreacted to a few things. Perhaps. <laughs> this has never happened. Oh my God. There was one time listeners where you threw a, a lit candle across the house and the wax dripped all over your own couch. This was before we, when we had just moved in together and then we had to spend the night like trying to use a paper bag to iron up the wax on the couch. That was like, <laughs> that was a minute. red flag. Didn't I said, I look, if I can like go back something... in time. No, I threw something else at the candle and that got the wax on the couch. Maybe, regardless, <laughs> that was like fucking, if I can go back in time, like red flag city, like, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Um, I might have been out. I'm sure I could dig up a few of those for you as well, but you know, so not a lot of people near, did mention theatrical. A lot of people did mention like tempers and stuff, which I think, you know, everybody has a temper, but I do think that he gets some of his the the the, the bigness <laughs> of his emotions, sort of in general, probably from you. Sure. Which is absolutely. not always a bad thing. It's, I'm not saying it's always a bad thing. but Well, you know, I am a Scorpio or passionate, oh, which is a really awesome thing until, you know, but it's As astrology is meaningless. I know. But I do think I'm a little bit of a Scorpio, though, by their I'm definition. A, every, but that's the thing. Everybody's a little bit of something. You could look at every sign and you could find a couple of characteristics that match up for whoever you okay. are. People just pick so and choose. Have, they cherry pick. I have oddly dated like three people whose birthdays were within like, and I have friends too, you know, like one of my best friends, her birthday's like the day after mine. I've, I've had a lot of people in my life whose birthdays are literally right there who I would not in any way describe in that manner. Even okay. talking about our friend, um, but doesn't that I wouldn't invalidate... say she's super passionate and over the top or anything. But doesn't that fact invalidate the whole idea of, astrological signs meaning anything if you know people born at the same time as you and they're not like that shouldn't we all be sure. like our stupid I'm signs I'm just saying that I fit the mold a little bit of it I'm not that's what I was going to say like yeah sure I don't 
believe it, but I'm just saying there are other people who are not even close. Well, I'm Virgo, and they're supposed to be, like, type A's and, like, super organized, and I'm neither of those things. Probably because of my non-existent ADHD, you jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, yes, when you first said theatricality, I thought you might also mean for Munch his love of musicals, which, of course, you guys get for me. But that's a little bit, I think... um, but does loving that kind of stuff, how much of that is a personality trait and how much of it is just the influence of the stuff that he's been exposed to because you're his mom? Sure. Nature versus nurture there a little, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, See, we're getting into the science uh, today. Astrology yeah. and uh, <laughs> this genetics. This is, now, this is now a science podcast. Maximum overdrive, astrology and uh, genetics. We're we're crushing it. So I thought this was a good good one. Mego underscore sore, S-A-U-R, like Megasore, says imp- gets his impatience and temper from his dad, definitely. Intelligence and thoughtfulness from me, but striking good looks from dad, too. So I guess it all balances out. Now, what I'm wondering is, Aww. did you write this under an alias? Talking about <laughs> striking good looks. You do think I'm impatient. Um, well, you yeah. Ex- impatience and temper sure like you will say how munch for instance is perhaps a little bit bigger in some of his emotions but you've even admitted that when i get angry or frustrated with kids it tends to be like even keel even keel even keel yes. even keel even keel flip the f out like voice only dogs can hear where i'm at like, a simmer you all the time yeah yeah a low boil, we might say, not a Fine. simmer. But a little so I've had this boil. conversation with with Pete, who says his wife, their dynamic is the same, whereas he and I operated kind of like a seven all the time, and our wives are like ones, and then when they explode, they hit like thirty, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> which is in a lot of ways a lot more terrifying. Um, it, but yeah, but at the same time, you know, at least it takes you a while to get to thirty. Right. Rather than always, always sure, being. But when you get seven to 30, sounds like, like an underestimate, frankly. But <laughs> but when you get to 30, it's just mass destruction. Right. So, you know, that's not good either. The the, the, the lesson here is that we're both terrible at this. Um, so but... I, I thought this one was really petty. Nina underscore nine one one zero says they get their their smarts and, and artistic qualities from me and they get astigmatism from their dad <laughs> that's all you're willing to actually, give actually i think that's like that's the best one stigmatism i mean what are you gonna do with that that's not an insult it's not probably well it's not it's, a compliment astigmatism i'm not saying it's an insult but she didn't like she could have said nothing instead she said astigmatism and she didn't like come up with something positive like sense of humor that they got I from actually dad. kind of take it kind of as like a joke like oh I'm they sure get all the good joke. things from me and they get this like genetic thing that probably does come from yeah the them. one thing they got like from I, their dad <laughs> stigmatism i don't know i mean there are other things so a lot of the the comments were about their kids having a sass and their smart mouths. And this is a place where a handful of the women um, seemed happy to claim that. So Kelly L. Pitts, my daughter gets her sassy mouth and attitude from me, and it's infuriating to parent. Megan Kapner, one of my kids is a mini-me. I apologize daily for it. 
He's so frustrating. C.W. Bullard says, I definitely blame my wife for all the goddamn sass my kids have. I think both of us um, have a fair amount of sass, um, which oh, has yeah. really, yeah, really no. ruined our own lives. Um, We're screwed. <laughs> it's funny because you, you when you become a parent, you're like, oh, I want my kid to have my sense of humor. I want my kid to be like sarcastic and stuff. And then when they start, you know, manifesting those qualities at you, <laughs> it can be very frustrating in a lot of ways, like they're reflections of your worst qualities. So these things that people are claiming and stuff, not always a victory. Um, some of the traits that your kids get from you are some of the things that make you realize that you were probably a pretty infuriating person. They certainly made me realize how horrible I am. Although I've known even before I had kids that I was, I was pretty unbearable to be around sometimes. Um, and clearly just, you've dedicated your life towards improving upon those. <laughs> no, no, I am have. what I am, baby. I mean, you know what? Yeah, Tiger can't change his stripes. Thankfully, I'm the funniest person you've ever met. So it works out perfectly. This is what I keep hearing from you. Yeah. So I thought that, so I mentioned this earlier. <laughs> I, mentioned, I mentioned one of these earlier. So, uh, or a couple of these. So I mentioned where people were saying that they didn't necessarily get the traits from anybody. So header underscore RN says, I used a sperm donor so I can blame all the bad traits on that anonymous guy Ooh. and take credit for the good ones, which is a good strategy, which is essentially what all of these women are, are doing anyway. They're blaming all the bad stuff on the father of their children. Um, and well, that's not true. On themselves. Now, there's some, I mean, that's a really good play. Um, but some people are like, you know, someone said the beautiful hair or amazing hair was from their dad. Yeah. From the dad. From their dad. You know? No, they said the terrible sleep was yeah, from like the dad. Yeah, like great hair. Perfect hair was from them, themselves. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that was big. That was big perm 81. It's principalities and shit. Um, and Fuzzdeg, F-U-Z-Z-D-E-G, says all the bad traits are from their paternal grandmother. Period. And then she messaged me and said that her mother-in-law is Scottish and they have a lot of problems. <laughs> they don't get along. And she just blames all their kids I mean, bad, bad traits on the mother-in-law. I don't I don't think you needed to really elaborate, Fuzzdeg. I mean, we got that maybe you don't get along with the mother-in-law <laughs> <laughs> with that one sentence alone. <laughs> so I, I think so. It's funny because sometimes so my grandmother, who lived to be, I believe, 107 died a few years ago. Amazing. Yeah. Um, um, was sort of a miserable person. And she was, that was counterbalanced by my grandfather, who was like the life of the party. And a, you never met him, but he was a, just a party to be around, just a super friendly guy, a storyteller. And then my grandmother, one time when she was, uh, I saw her, she was living with us um, when I was in college, although I wasn't home, but I was home for Christmas. And I said, Merry Christmas, Grandma. And she said, <laughs> she says, just any old day to me. But that was after her husband had died, right? So understandable. But that was her general mood all the time. And there are a lot of times where I see my own mood and I'm like, oh, I bet you I got the kind of the, the misanthropy and the miserableness from my grandma. <laughs> I don't know what this look on your face means. You're like, I should have paid more attention to his grandma. And you would have you would have cut loose, cut me loose. No, like well, the wax you know, like your grandma was older in when her years met, when yeah. I met her. So I so I can't really speak to that. 
the only thing, because I can't talk about your grandmother and not bring up the fact that the only thing like that she stands out that she's ever said to me is I One was Christmas. wearing this red dress. Yeah. Again, it was at Christmas. It was like not long. I mean, we met a couple times by this time. It wasn't like the first Christmas. And she yeah. just looks at me. She's like, but how did she even say it? You like, said, can you run in that? <laughs> yeah. So like. Like run away? Said, like. Like, nice dress. Can you run in that? <laughs> it was just like, it was a random statement. I don't know why I would stay want to. But, would it, like, I feel like you should have been scared. Like, the, like that movie Ready or Not, where <laughs> the woman marries into a family and then she's running for her life. Um, but, yes, that was very strange. But, you again, you didn't know my grandma. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, maybe she changed a little bit after my grandfather died. But certainly when my grandfather was around, the dynamic informed kind of... You, 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 our perception of her and stuff. And she was lovely. I, lo- I loved her. She was, so, she was great, but I do sometimes see so some of my think, own negative characteristics and wonder if they came from her. So it is possible to so I, get it from grandma. I have heard nothing but awesome things about grandpa and how fun and nice and life uh-huh. of the party he was. And so do you think that perhaps this is the dynamic that has come along again? For your generation, whereas you are the only life of the your party, grandma now, and I'm the miserable one. <laughs> yes, that. So, and that's why what, we even out. I see what you're doing, and I don't like it. Once again, you are doing what all the commenters did and taking credit for all the good stuff and throwing all the bad stuff on me. Luckily, I'm not I even happy. saying I'm not even saying our kids got it so far. No, I'm I just know. saying I'm a better person. Well, I think that much is is clear to anybody who's ever listened to us on the podcast or visited our separate pages. You're definitely a better person, um, 100%. Just don't have any lit candles near you because the wax, it was a really ruined the whole night that when you, I mean, ruined that couch. It ruined my night. I was the one supposedly going out to meet friends. And then I had to, like, fix the couch. I wish I could remember what the argument uh, was. an argument? I don't know. Who knows what it was? It was probably about the fact that one no, day when we it had wasn't kids, even, they were going to have my hair. It wasn't even us arguing. I swear that's not even the case. I was frustrated by something, and it happened. Because at those days, we didn't really argue. What do you mean, those days? We never argue. That's true. We never argue. Although I Perfect. would say the first couple of years, like we didn't argue at all. Like it was weird. But yeah, yeah. We, we caught up. We caught up. We're good. We're solid well, now. It takes a couple of years, you know, to get me out of my shell. And you and then you can see the real me who doesn't listen see, and see, doesn't do the, the honeydew list. This is true. The tiger doesn't change his stripes, but apparently sometimes he like paints over them. So they're obscured for a couple of years. <laughs> And then, Until, and then, and then once the stripes are revealed, I darken them, and they just get worse and worse, right? That's, right. This I is some down. sort of transition that happens after the marriage takes place, I think. But anyway, look, if I had known how much of, of a fan of the film Maximum Overdrive you were, I never would have proposed. Straight facts. The movie's trash, I'm and I'm sure, ashamed of the fact I'm that you sure love it. I'm sure you knew. It's not, I'm not a fan of it. I don't, oh, my God. It's so annoying. I don't, I don't recall a conversation in which we, we would have discussed uh, Maximum Overdrive during our courtship. <laughs> that, <laughs> You'd be surprised. 
No, you know what I want to do real quick before, I mean, we've heard everyone's comments, I think, and we know it was mainly shooting on dad, but let's, let's, uh, let's, let's give a little give and take here. Like even just like, for instance, if someone says like the perfect hair, I think Munch, for instance, has obviously your curly hair. My hair is usually wavy, not like curly though, but it's more my color. Which I don't let it do because it looks stupid. I look like street. Yours gets crazy. Well, you did last year. It was like a situation, but (laughs) I I loved it. You had so much fun with that. Um, But you know, right now, for instance, everyone comments how the hammer looks like a miniature you. That's Uh spot on. His hair is like dirty blonde. Don't know where that comes from. Yeah, we don't know where that comes from. No, like. I don't know. My grandma, my grandma, maybe we was back in the grandma pool. Yeah. I don't have anybody um, in my family who had light hair. So. Well, okay. So my sister did too. It doesn't matter. Um, but anything else you want to, you want to like take this last opportunity to talk about the, what, what I gave him for better or worse. What you gave him. Well, one of our kids has dimples, like, which I think he got from you. Because I don't have dimples. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, what, you didn't the like little that one? one has a butt chin. Where do you get that? That's true. Where do you get that? What? I don't have a the butt, butt chin. chin. Yeah. Yeah, you do have a little butt chin. Don't talk about it. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't have to take this. Do you want to be by butt chin? Yes. Kind of like the dimple little... in the chin, like John Travolta. You, yeah. You are touching it. Get away from me. You know what? We're going to have to cut this short. Um, I didn't even mean, like, just physical things there, but, like... No, I um, know. But you put me on the spot, and now I'm having trouble thinking of any of them, right? So just some of it is just, again, it's it's hard to draw the distinction between the stuff that they're interested in because they have similarities to you or because you've gotten them interested in it, right? Um, So, like... One of our kids really loves music, and, and, and you know, that would be Detective Munch, whether it's Broadway musicals or music I've introduced him to, like the Beatles and some rock stuff, whereas the Hammer doesn't seem to show all that much interest in that, right? Would you say that? No. So. Yeah, no, he doesn't really. Like, it, when Munch was the Hammer's age, we were, like, trying musical instruments with him and stuff like yeah. that because he was so into music, whereas, right. like, he showed very little interest in sports, whereas the hammer, and it's not like we're it's some big opposite. sports family yeah. that's like doing this all the time. Like the hammer definitely has a lot more interest in that, you know? Yeah. And the physical mm. stuff. Yeah. I mean, they and both- the other day, of course, there was Munch saying, you know, he's, I think he said, cause I'm a good writer. He was talking about himself. He's like, uh-huh. I'm a good writer. I got that from dad. And I'm like, you know, I'm also a writer. I said the same thing to him. I said, Mommy's a writer, too. I just think sometimes they like He's claiming like, stuff. I think he likes claiming stuff, right? It's like a bonding thing. Um, sure. He also so. told me earlier to get a job, so <laughs> it's really on fire. Well, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know. It's hard <laughs> It's 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 easier to uh, pinpoint the stuff kind of when it happens and be like, oh, that reminds me of you or that reminds me of me or something like that. Right. So we should we should take a tally and we can post it. We can put together all the good stuff they get from me and all the good stuff we get from you. 
and I'm sure that it'll be like 300 to one, you know, you all your good stuff. And then my one, the greatest sense of humor of all time will be what they get from me. We should definitely post for fun from what people know of us or, you know, what they know of us online, whether it's physical attributes, because sometimes that's interesting to hear where someone will say like, oh, he looks just like blah, blah, blah. Uh But you don't see that. Right. And then also they can talk about how our children seem to get all of their positive attributes from you, which is, I'm sure, (laughs) how it would go. No, they would never say that about me. You jerk. I see what you're doing. You flipped it on me. I don't appreciate that. I fell for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was this was it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, um, you know, we'll have some more fodder about this kind of stuff now that we're paying more attention to it. Thanks to everybody who commented. Please, um, you can listen every week again on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. You can find both of us on Instagram at Dad and Buried uh, and Mom and Buried respectively. Please um, check us out on YouTube, but not until we get some better equipment. I'm working on that. And in fact, tonight when you're doing, I think you're doing yoga, I'm going to do some browsing for some equipment. If anybody has any recommendations, let me know. Um, and do you got anything anything to add before we wrap it up? No, I would say that our kids are lucky to have both of us. In, I'm just gonna stop. I can yeah, say so many yeah, things, yeah. but wow, I noticed. Everybody <laughs> noticed that you you bit your tongue, um, and I take offense to what <laughs> you were thinking and didn't say. But we can get into that offline. Thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll be back, or I'll be back with somebody, either Mom and Barry or, or Pete, depending on the equipment situation, um, next week. Catch you later. And thanks to Chevrolet. For Bye. That. Thanks. Oh yeah. Seriously. Bye.